Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Welcome to the Michigan Sports Group Postgame Edition, episode 154. I'm Taylor Phillips flying solo tonight. Lions get a thrilling win, 16-13 over the Minnesota Vikings at Ford Field. They've won three in a row. They swept the Minnesota Vikings in the season series, and now they have taken sole possession of first place in the NFC North Division. Lots, lots of other games to recap from last night and today as well. But let's start with the Lions and Vikings here. Lions uh, start off uh, real nice. A real nice drive. Ended with an uh, Anquan Bolden touchdown. That lasted 746. Just a two-yard touchdown pass to Anquan Bolden. Bolden caught a pass through two defenders um, in uh, before that. Lions made it seven to nothing. The Vikings would would tie it up though. Matt Asiata, a five-yard touchdown run after uh, an overturned call on a fumble. It was then ruled an incomplete pass. And then a Darius Slade pass interference call. Now, some of you think that the pass interference call was not true when it actually was because Darius Slade not only grabbed the defender by the jersey, he roughed him up. Exactly at the time the ball went into went into the receiver's hands, not the defender, but the receiver's hands. And that's and that's why the refs had to to throw the flag. And that resulted in that Asiata touchdown. And that tied the game at seven after one quarter of play. With 40 seconds left. But the Lions would take the lead on a 29-yard field goal by Matt Prater with 6.45 till halftime. And that was the score, 10-7 at halftime. The Vikings would tie it in the third quarter on a 30-yard field goal by Kai Forbath was 7.03 to go, tied at 10. 
and then Kai Forbath would give the Vikings their first lead of the game. Just two minutes, 22 minutes, two, two minutes, 22 seconds into the fourth quarter. Vikings led 13-10 to 10 on a 28-yard chip shot. The Lions would punt and then get the ball back and start from their own, from inside their own 10-yard line, inside inside their own 5-yard line, in fact. And they took the ball all the way to the 30, yep, to the 30-yard line. Now, this is where the Lions had had a second-and-one situation. They only had one yard to go. Stafford decided to go to throw deep into the end zone, and he, and he simply threw, and he definitely overthrew his intended receiver. And that, that uh, put him in a third-and-one situation where Stafford it was short pass to Theo Riddick on the in around right, and he was uh, stopped by the Minnesota Vikings defender. And that made the Lions pay and, and settle for the field goal. And Matt Prater nailed it from 48 yards out to tie it at 13 with 1.45 to go. Sam Bradford would would get the ball back. The Vikings looked like they had plenty of time to try to win it with any any type of score at the end of the game, but the Lions' defense was actually doing their job, forcing a third-and-eight situation where the Lions had a chance to force a Vikings punt, so the Lions would try to win it at the buzzer. And then all of a sudden, Sam Bradford on third and eight threw an interception to Darius Slay. Now, before in the first quarter, Darius Slay was behind the opposing receiver and grabbed him a whole lot, a little bit at the first time, and a whole lot the the, uh, the next time, the second time. And he got flagged for it. You can't you can't try to de- try to play defense for, by uh, getting in getting from getting the receiver from behind, attacking for the receiver from behind. You got to get in front of it. And with thirty seconds left, between thirty eight seconds left and thirty seconds left. Darius Slay got in front of the receiver and and simply picked it off easily.
And that's how interceptions are being caught easily, and that's how that's how you get the job done. And, and uh, he was tackled down. Tackled down. The ball came loose, but the officials say he was down, and that was the good. That was the right call. And then, the, and then Matthew Stafford was ordered by head coach Jim Caldwell to take a knee, and then Jim Caldwell called his first official, his first charge timeout of the second half. With three seconds left, they put... They reset the game clock back to four seconds left, but but Matt Prater would wind down the clock at, and kick a uh, game-winning 40-yard field goal as time expired to give the Lions the thrilling 16 to 13 victory. So with that win, according to that article that I posted on my Facebook page, the Michigan Sports Truth, the playoff chances would look like this. If the Lions would win, then their playoff chances, their chances of making the playoffs would increase to 62.4%. If not, then eight, then it would be 18.9. And for the Vikings, if they win... Their their playoff chances would increase to eighty six point point one percent. But uh, if they were to lose, if the Vikings were to lose, they then their playoff chances would decrease to forty three point four percent, meaning there's still quite a bit of a chance for Minnesota to catch back up. So the Lions uh, don't have a really don't have exactly a, a very big um, chance of making the playoffs just yet. 
they only lead the Vikings by one game. Keep in mind of that as of right now. But they're, they are in the driver's seat. They are. And as far as the game went, with the in terms of the officiating, I I thought um, the referees did a good job overall, except except for when um, when Minnesota jumped off sides, and it was a and it was supposed to be a free play. The referees didn't give Stafford and his offense. That that free play, they only gave him the five yards. That's just that's just the one mistake that um, that I admit the officials made. But but other than that, I thought they did a good job. And as far as that pass interference, uh, and as far as that pass interference call on Darius Slay late in the first quarter was concerned, well, it was again, it was actually a good call. Because most of you people don't even like the calls just because it it goes against the Lions. You people are a bunch of whiny homers, whiny homers who think the NFL hates the Lions. And I thought, why do you get the hell to bed, get the hell back to bed early? That's just that's just typical of all you fanboys and fangirls out there. You people are idiots. Bunch of children. The Lions won the game regardless. Think about that. If you want to just sit there and complain about the NFL officiate, how bad the NFL officiating is, and how bad the how bad the Big Ten football officiating is. Well, you're only gonna you're only gonna have a bad life ahead of you.
got a comment here, which uh, I'd rather not say. From Keith Schwartz, would you like it in a sippy cup? What do you think I'm complaining about? Huh? I mean, I mean, what are you talking about? I don't understand. I don't understand that. But uh, anyway, the Lions win 16-13. And as a Lions fan, I'm, I'm happy enough about it. I'm not going to complain about the NFL officiating. No, I'm not. The Lions overcame adversity, and they got it done. They just had to find a way to win, and, it's, and they found the same way to win in all of their wins which is fine. Most of them, most of them, or at least some of them are in thrilling fashion, including including today's win. So the Lions have have this upcoming Sunday off. So we'll have to uh, see how the Packers do this upcoming Sunday. The Lions are seven and four. The, the Vikings are six and five. Packers not doing so great. Four and six. The Bears two and eight. So if uh, anyone would like to call in, the number is 724-444-7444. Call call ID is 141-123, followed by the pound key. PIN number 231-429-3668, followed by the pound key.
again, 724-444-7444. The call ID is 141-123, followed by the pound key. And the PIN number, 231-429-3668, followed by the pound key. Red Wings beat the Sabres 2-1 in a shootout. Thomas Vanek to Gustav Nyquist for the first goal of the game. Let's see here. Who scored that? Brian Gianta tied it for the Sabres. Uh, in the in the third period. At um only one only one forty two into the third period. So that was with 18-18 left. So that was so that would force overtime, and nothing would be settled there. So we go to the shootout. Kyle Kyle Poso was stopped by Jimmy Howard. Gustav Nyquist scored on Robin Robin Lehner. Sam Reinhardt would score on Jimmy Howard. And then Thomas Vanek, with a wicked fake, beat Leonard top shelf. And then Howard would stop Cal O'Reilly to seal the win in a two-and-a-half-round 2-1 shootout. Two-to-one the game. Wings picked up two important points but uh, deprive themselves of a higher draft pick. They are now tied with the Buffalo Sabres and the Toronto Maple Leafs with with 19 points for fifth place in the Atlantic Division. The Wings are 9-10-1. The Sabres are 7-8-5. The rest of the standings uh, you can look up on NHL.com. For, for the entire NFL standings, you can go to NFL.com. Pistons smashed the Heat, the Miami Heat, 107-84. Contavious Caldwell Pope, 22 points on 7-13 shooting. Leading Detroit, Andre Drummond, Another double double, eighteen of eighteen points on and fifteen rebounds. A double, a double double. Um, Tobias Harris with seventeen. Marcus Moore, Marcus Morris with seven. Morris with seven. Ish Smith with six.
Um, see how the bench did. John Lower, 11 points. Benno Udry with 12. Aaron Baines with four. Darren Hilliard with, with two. Stanley, two. Stanley Johnson with eight. For the Heat, Dion Walt, Dion Waiters with 11, as it led all starters with 11. Tyler Johnson off the bench led the entire team with 17, followed by Joe Johnson, James Johnson rather, James Johnson with 15, and Rodney Magruder with 12. All three of those are bench players. Josh Richardson, the starting um, sh- uh, shooting guard with four. Goran Dragic, Dragic with with six. Hassan Whiteside with six. And Derek Williams with five. Team statistics. Pistons outshot the Heat in field goal percentage, 49.4 to 36 flat. Pistons shot 31.6% from three, the Heat 26.9. Free throw percentage, Pistons 21 to 25, 84.0%. The Heat 23 to 30, 76.7%. 14 turnovers apiece. Pistons still can't uh, cut back on the turnovers, but but the Pistons. Rebounded, out-rebounded the Heat 56-44. to 44. That's more like it. That's more like it. Pistons outscored the Heat in the paint 60-32. to 13-6 on the fast break and 14-12 off turnovers. Pistons improved to 7-9. Six and two at home. The Heat dropped a four and ten and two and five on the road. Distance hosts the Clippers tomorrow on Black Friday at seven thirty. The Clippers are four and two. The Red Wings head to New Jersey and play the ten six and three Devils.
All right. Michigan got crushed by Michigan Wolverines basketball got crushed by uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks, sixty-one to forty-six. The Wolverines uh, shot only nineteen point two percent from the floor and seven point seven percent from three-point range. Man, that's like ice cold. Gamecocks forty-three point four percent from the floor, twenty-six point seven from three. 16 turnovers for Michigan, 13 for South Carolina. Gamecocks out-rebounded the Wolverines, 40-36. Free throw percentage, 75% flat for Michigan, 61.1% for South Carolina. Uh, Derek Walton for the Wolverines led led with 15 and Mark Donat with 10 off the bench. Not very... Not very many uh, in the starting in the starting lineup except Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, Abdul Rahman with seven, Abdul Rahman with seven, and Zach Irvin with five. Everybody else scored two point two points or under, including Mark Wagner and DJ Wilson with two. Awful. For the South Carol for the South Carolina Gamecocks, Cindarius Thornwell, twenty-one points, Dwayne Notice with thirteen, Chris Silva and Mike Katsar each with ten. The Wolverines uh, come back home to Chrysler Arena and play the Mount St. Mary's Mountaineers, who are one in five, all those games they played on the were on the road. Wolverines are two and zero at home at Chrysler Arena. Four and one are they overall? Now, the last now the last night's uh, Michigan State. St. John's game. The Spartans beat the Red Storm 73-62. to Spartans out-rebound the Red Storm 53-33. to They turned the ball over 14 times. That's still another... That's still one thing the green and white need to work on. Red St. John's, um, only six turnovers. MSU, 43.1% shooting from the floor and 37.5 from three. St. John's Red Storm, 30.8% from the floor and 36.4% from three. And free throw percentage, 63.6% for for Michigan State and 73.7% percent for St. John for St. John's. Miles Bridges led the Spartans with twenty two. Aaron Harris with fourteen. Lural's Tum Tum Nairn Jr. with with thirteen. Kenny Goins with zero points again. Matt McQuaid with four. 
Nick Warren with nine. He's the only, he's, he's about the only uh, con- big contributor off the uh, Spartan bench. Marcus Lovett, 20 points. Bashir, Bashir Ahmed with 10. Jamori Pons with 12 for St. John's. Then the Spartans get dominated 73 to 58 by number 20 Baylor. The Baylor Bears out-rebounded the Michigan State Spartans 36 to 29. The Spartans turned the ball over 14 times again. Baylor seven. The Bears 46.9% shooting from the four and 30, 31.3%. From three, the Spartans, 43.1% shooting from the floor, 30.4% from three. Free throw percentage, 77.8% from for the Spartans and 72.7% for the Baylor Bears. Spartans outfile the Bears 15-8. Miles Bridges with with 15, Matt McQuaid with eight, and Nick Ward with seven. Not very much from the rest of the starting lineup. Um, Josh Josh Langford, the starting guard, with six. Laurel's Tumtum there, Aaron Jr. with five. Kenny Goins with four. At least he was not shut out. And Aaron Harris with three. Cassius Winston with five. Off the bench. Um, for Baylor, Jonathan Motley, as in Motley Crew, 26 points. Joel Lowell, Aquil Jr., with 14, Al Freeman, Al Freeman with nine, Manuel Lacomte with eight, and Ishmael Wainwright with seven, Terry Maston with seven off the bench. The Bears move on to the Battle for Atlantis Finals. Spartans play the consolation round against the Wich- the Wichita State Shockers, who are five and one on the season. That tips off tomorrow at one on ESPN two. So uh, that that appears to be it. Hope you all enjoyed uh, your uh, Thanksgiving day. Cowboys beat the Redskins, thirty-one to twenty-six. Steelers and Colts underway at the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Just kicking off on NBC. Kickoff time was scheduled for eight thirty. 
It is now 8.37. Steelers with the ball right now. Just three minutes in. So that's going to wrap it up for episode 154 of the Michigan Sports Truth. Louis Tenor will be back with me tomorrow night at 11. Till then, on behalf of Louis Tenor, this is Taylor Phillips. Happy Thanksgiving, TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.